When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Will this Seattle Kraken team make the playoffs in year one? Because after looking at this roster, unless the last two picks that we don't know about are going to be Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux, I'm sorry, I don't think they're making the playoffs in year one. Spicy! I think that they will. I like Ron Francis a lot. They're all NHL players. If you're good enough to play in the NHL, you're good enough to have success. They won't light the world on fire, but I think they'll get in. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Like a uh, throwback Thursday. Spicy. Spicy. I like it. Who's in charge of that? I don't know. Who's doing these? It's good. Whoever it is, I'm very impressed with you. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. We are emanating from the bunker here in uh, Western Canada, and my earpiece is already out of control. How come nobody says anything about this? We used to have somebody that would come around and put makeup on and fix me. And she left. Yes. And she's never been replaced. How do you like us so far? Did I say it was episode number 533? Did I say that? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, big show today. We got a lot of things to get to here in the warm up for E Cold Electric. Our live guest today will be the ageless and peerless Craig Button uh, from TSN, their director of scouting, and from Sportsnet Flames, Ryan Leslie. So if you've guessed it, there will be a lot of hockey talk. And by the way, the warm up is for E Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E Cold Electric. Let's get to work. My phone notifications are going off like crazy. And what I really enjoy, what I enjoy a lot, is the other 22 hours that we're not on the air, I get a lot of questions from people through Facebook and Twitter what, saying, Rod, I want your thoughts on this. I want your thoughts on that. And I got a few of those to get to here today, Moose. Good. So let's get to the quick six show topics, please. <laughs> Thank you, Director Jordan. And Mandy's up. She's up in Edmonton with Malcolm, the new mother. She says, we like you now. We like you too, Mandy. And she's a huge CFL fan in Edmonton, so hang on. We're going to get to that in a moment. But I just got to say, Kraken draft leftovers. Let's just start with the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today. It is, did you watch the Seattle Kraken uh, TV special last night? And the answer for us, of course, is yes. We hosted a watch party down at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. And let's be honest, the highlight was the company mm-hmm. and the food. Oh, yeah. And the TV broadcast wasn't bad either, but... of you saying, no, you didn't watch it. 
But we all vote for yes. We had a bit of a team event there last night. It was a good crowd. Photos are on our Instagram. And can I just say this about the team? I don't think they're going to be very good. Everybody has an opinion. We're never, ever, ever going to realize something. After a draft, after a game, you want to make an immediate assessment. Yes. And we're not going to know yes. for a couple of years how good this draft was for the Seattle Kraken. I'm not overly impressed. But that's just me. And they've got $28 million in cap space done. They've got side deals that are going to be announced in less than an hour. So we're going to discuss that. Where's the 902 area code? Do we know? East, I think. Is that Nova Scotia? They've written in on the Prairie Mobile text line. Do the Kraken have to reveal any and all side deals they made so certain players would not be chosen? I'm not sure whether they have to or not, but I believe that they will. Yeah. I believe that they will. Well, they will. They'll, any deal that's black and white will get released. Um, things like they acquired a first and third round pick in order for taking so-and-so. But it won't necessarily say for not taking okay. A, B, and C, right? So we might not know who the, who the teams were protecting specifically, but we'll know what assets are going to go back to the Seattle Kraken. We will know those assets. And, and if you want to make that post-draft assessment of, okay, what did the Kraken look like? How did they do? We need to wait until we get all these assets that have been acquired. We're going to find that out today. And I, I'm going to bring in the viewers' comments here today. Uh, Jason Wall writes in, good morning from Winnipeg Beach, Manitoba. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, did they have any former Seahawks to the show? They had quite a few Seahawks oh, yeah. on there yesterday. Who was the linebacker they had? Now? Wagner. Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner was on Marshawn. there. We were, Marshawn Lynch, that's right. They, he actually announced Eunice Donskoy. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch did. So that part was all fun. But let me say this from a broadcast perspective. Chris Fowler hosted it, and anybody that follows college football would remember Chris Fowler, would know Chris Fowler from ESPN's college football coverage. He's getting roasted for screwing up some of the team names, and he was uh, crap-talking the Senators and the Leafs. And, of course, it's 2021. People got to crap over everybody anyways. He's getting a lot of, con- uh, <clears throat> a lot of crit- criticism. Here's what I would have done. You got John Forslund as the Kraken's first ever TV voice and Everett Fitzhugh as the first ever radio voice of the Kraken. Why would you not have them MC the expansion draft and introduce them to all of America in the National Hockey League? But no, let's let ESPN wag the dog and bring their guys in. And now Fowler, who I love is a college football guy, but why not put your hockey broadcasters in there? But again, that's why I'm sitting here and they're doing that. Let's move on to point two because we got a lot to get to today. Uh, TSN announcing this morning their broadcast crews for 2021 in the Canadian Football League. And here's me caught with my pants down. I don't have the news release up in front of me. It's the top item running at rodpeterson.com right now. And just like that, I found it. Oh, good. And basically, to paraphrase, this was just announced this morning. I feel like, why do I do quick six show topics at six in the morning when everything changes by noon Eastern? I know. All this stuff's come down today. I know. And this was this morning. Uh, Rod Smith, should I read this whole thing? Uh, here it is. CSN's broadcast team of play-by-play announcers, including Rod Black, Rod Smith, Dustin Nielsen, Marshall Ferguson, and Farhan Lalji, are joined by game analyst Glenn Suter, Dwayne Ford, and Matt Dunnigan. The CFL on TSN panel, led by new host Kate Burness, 
joined by CFL Hall of Famers Matt Dunnigan and Milt Stiegel, TSN football analyst Davis Sanchez, veteran CFL head coach and GM Jim Barker, as well as special guest analysts throughout the season. So it's a lot of the same faces. Marshall Ferguson's new, but he's been a TSN employee for a long time. The CFL thinks a lot of Marshall Ferguson. Uh, says the sideline reporters will be Sarah Orleski, Matthew Shinetti, Ryan Rashog, John Liu, Claire Hanna. So that was all announced today. And I think the biggest news out of the, here's the big news. Rod Smith is replacing Chris Cuthbert as the number one play-by-play guy for the Canadian Football League in 2021 and beyond till the end of time. And Marshall Ferguson has been added on to this. He is the fourth announcer, I guess. Although Clark and I were kicking this around before you showed up because you were late, mister. I know. You had an appointment? I had an appointment. Yeah. How about that? We said, is Rod Smith number one? And Clark and I agreed. It's like, well, his name's number one on the list, so he must be number one. But as I look at this news release, it's got Rod Black, Rod Smith, Dustin Nielsen, Marshall Ferguson, Farhan Lelji. Are we ordering them in terms of a depth chart here? Uh, and if that's the case, Rod Black's the number one play-by-play guy, which means he'll be called on the Grey Cups. Well, it's funny you say that. Um, it sounds like they're not going to have a depth chart. It sounds like they're all just, here's the guys, and they'll all do some games. Um, Dustin Nielsen will do more games. He's slowly been growing in that role, and that's good. There's, yeah. you know, Ferguson's at it. But, you know, and they've said they're not going to have pairs. So when it was always Suter and Cuthbert, there won't always be pairs. Dwayne Ford, you know, and Suter are both there. But what kind of led me to believe what the number one team is, is Rod Black and Glenn Suter, are doing the opening game. Yeah. They're starting the season off. I would assume those two will finish it. Uh, Mike Blackbird's watching in Toronto. He's an Argos fan. He says the boss can be as late as he wants, which you know. So thank you. He's the boss. Um, Jason in Winnipeg Beach says a TSN CFL panel's looking good. Kate will do a great job. Rod is well deserving of the lead role. While Rod Black, Rod Smith flip a coin. <laughs> um, Rod, uh, Ryan and McCarthy, uh, Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York says, doesn't Rod Black do the play-by-play for the Great Cup radio broadcast? Yeah, that was pre-pandemic, man. And Cuthbert did TV. It's, everything's changed now. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like Kate Burness as the new host. I of the love panel. her as the I, host. I love Watching this. her on TSN just makes me feel warm. I think this is a home run move. Of all yes. of it, it's kind of formality, just yeah. there's not really much news in there, but Kate Burnett's taking over the panel, I think, is a home run for TSN. Yep, absolutely. Paul Allen's watching in Minnesota, and he says the ESPN deal is $400 million a year, carries a lot of weight. Sure, money talks. Who says that it doesn't? But the point is, you should have had your Kraken broadcasters emceeing it. So you paid more money so you can put in a guy that's going to get roasted because he's out of place? Fill your boots. At least give them a roll. Do whatever you want. And, as we talked about before you showed up, I don't even criticize Chris Fowler for screwing up the things that he did. Don't blame him. He shouldn't have been in there in the first place. They should have put in the Kraken announcers that know what they're talking about. But no, we pay $400 million a year, so shut your mouth. Got it? Got it. Uh, and again, it's around 50-50. A little more 50. Uh, a little better than 50% said no, they didn't watch it. Well, oh, and where the heck is it? Uh, Dylan Spicer's watching in Nova Scotia. He says, I couldn't bring myself to watch the draft. Too many leaks through the day made it less interesting. He's right. If we hadn't planned a party down at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home of the Seattle Kraken fan club, 
I probably wouldn't have. Well, I wouldn't have gone out for sure, and I might have not even watched it. So think, I, I get that. Think of how we watched it. We weren't hanging on every pick and watching it. And no. It just kind of was going on. It's like, oh, they're in the market. Kevin Weeks is sure getting around Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of our observations. We weren't hanging on every pick or paying that close of attention because we knew what was coming. We knew what was coming. Um, can I say Jordan Eberle looked like he had just swallowed a gallon of sour milk? I think I think I just did say it. Uh, Brian Snow, the snowman's watching from North Carolina. He says, I can't wait to see some CFL action. And me either. It was two weeks from tonight, as Jeff the Stamps fan pointed out. And I just was going to write down the schedule. Uh, but maybe we'll do that tomorrow of what the week one games are. But there's some scintillating week one matchups. But it's two weeks away. So let's move on. Point three, the uh, Dallas Cowboys getting ready to open up training camp in Oxnard, California. Did you see the news conference with Jarrah? Oh, yeah. prob- Did you? Of course. He broke up and started dropping F-bombs yesterday. <laughs> my, that's my owner, Jerry Jones. He said he would give anything to win a Super Bowl, which is interesting because he's going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It was a, I'm impressed. That you, where, where did you have time to watch that? ESPN, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it now. That's well, how you saw was, it. But that's where they have it 24-7 and sitting in front of there. They haven't won a great a, a great cup, Jesus, Super Bowl since 1995. And there was a lot of talk about, you know, Jerry getting the Cowboys on for an unprecedented third time on Hard Knocks, that inside, mm-hmm. which he loves. Great promoter. Mike McCarthy has never done that before. And they were really debating hard knocks and having that exclusive access because it can make or break a coach. Sean McVay in L.A., it made him look good, the way he dealt with players, the way he made decisions, the way he conducted himself. Other coaches, it made him look worse, and they ended up getting fired a year or two after. So what's it going to do to Mike McCarthy? You questioned some of his decisions. Oh. It might make him look <clears throat> worse, or it might make people actually like Mike McCarthy. I don't know what it's going to do. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg's watching. Um, he says Jerry would give his soul to win a Super Bowl. I don't think Jerry has a soul. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there right now. But um, a team owner, a former team owner that I don't like. I was in a press box one time, and I won't say where because it'll tip off who that owner might be. And he said to me, Jerry Jones, what's he ever done? I said, I don't know. Winning three Super Bowls? Winning NFL Executive of the Year. And by the way, this was a hockey owner. Yeah. And, uh, and then the guy just muttered something and stormed off. But I'm like, stop it. This guy doesn't own anything anymore and never won anything when he did own. So <clears throat> I'll move on. Uh, point four, uh, Andrew Harris, we find out in Winnipeg, is going to be out another week. I, I saw this from 3downnation.com. The uh, reigning most outstanding player of the Great Cup, most outstanding Canadian. Uh, no preseason. People are starting to... I see the coach's the anonymous quotes comment from um, Three Down Nation saying they like that there's no preseason because no travel, no changing cities, blah, blah, blah. Point five, are we into the Olympics? Not yet, but we will well, be, right? No, there's, okay. there's action. I really, got, I really got to speed up, and I'm sorry. Point six, uh, CEBL tonight. The Saskatchewan Rattlers are at the... Guelph uh, Nighthawks, the Rattlers are 0-9. It's becoming a story. Are they going to go 0-14? Are they going to be the first team in CEBL, CEBL history to go winless? That would suck. And two bonus points on the World Juniors. Canada announced its uh, camp invite list for next month's World Junior Camp, and Connor Bedard's not on it. My brother is, in, is beside himself that Connor Bedard is not invited. I said, just 
Calm down. I'll bet you right now that Connor Bedard will play in the tournament. This is fine. Who knows why he's not in the camp? And the other thing is everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are tweeting me, asking me my thoughts on the new deal for the Canadian Hockey League with TSN and CBC. Well, I think it's amazing. Sportsnet has done good things, no doubt, for the Canadian Hockey League, and they've had the Memorial Cup for a couple of decades. But when I first got into the Western Hockey League, and I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was, TSN was the broadcaster, and they regularly did Western Hockey League games. They did CHL games all across the country. Guys by the name of Paul Romanek, Gord Miller. I think Ray Ferraro did some WHL games back in the day. The CHL's going home to TSN. And the fact that CBC's jumping into the pool... And they've got CEBL games now. If you haven't been paying attention, they've got Canadian Premier League games. They're doing university sports. What decade is this? The 1970s? I know. When sports broadcasting in Canada was king? TSN's making some moves here. They're getting the NLL. They're going to have a game of the week. And they're going to get the CHL starting this year. Now, it's only 30 games. But I got to think it's only going to grow. You people... Now need to watch. That's the thing. It's Canada. How much have I railed on? Why am I, why am I watching European soccer on a Saturday afternoon? What country do I live in? So you need to rally and watch the games because you love them anyways. It's Canada, for God's sakes. I did not expect to get that wound up about this. Yeah. But I'm very happy that the Canadian Hockey League has signed this broadcast deal exclusively with these two networks, if that's exclusive, TSN and uh, CBC. So we're kind of out of time. Yeah. Are no, you good? It's, it's great. And the last thing on that is just CBC fills in the gaps. When TSN has premier programming, you know, whether it's golf majors or big events, tennis events or NASCAR or whatever, you've got the free CBC Jam app to put the games on. It's yeah. perfect. I, Sinclair Russell, watching in Northern Ontario, says more hockey is a great thing. Well done, TSN. Mike Blackbird says it would, in Toronto, would be nice to see WHL, OHL, and the Q on the CBC. Well, it's coming. And just one more from Jex Burton, watching on Facebook. He says, howdy, boys. Couldn't agree more about the CHL. It's Canada, for God's sakes. Love you, Rod. Love you too, Jex. Let's stick up for our Canadian sports. Craig Button joins us next. Uh, this has been the warm-up for E-Code Electric, and you're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey guys, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't? A wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If any athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going with the code FANSIDED20. I know I talk about it every day in the podcast, but listen, we've all done it. We've all had to groom ourselves. No clunky razors that are meant for your face, or dare I say your back. 
or pain in the ass, extension cords, leaning over the toilet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 comes in a convenient size. It was specifically designed for trimming below the waist. Make it happen, guys. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Again, free shipping around the world and 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. We are here in the bunker. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show talking about the things that you like. Uh, The Spiking Viking writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, the sun has returned to Gimli, Manitoba. So I know you'll be sleeping better with that news. Oh, yeah, good. The smoke seems to have lifted around here. A bit. We can see the sun, so that's good. Forest fires in Canada. It's a summer thing. Uh, We are awaiting TSN's Craig Button. Uh, which is fine. So we're talking about get it going in the comment section, by the way, whatever you want to talk about. Cause I'm, I can talk about everything for the most part, but I, if these guys want to talk about the Canadian hockey league going on TSN, I can talk about that all day, eight days a week. Oh, Tank yeah. Abbott's watching from the energy city. And he says, I'd like to see the breakdown of how many of each league will be shown. You know, the WHL is going to be the low man on the totem pole. With the amount of airtime, um, ah, let's just be happy that they're on, okay? And then we'll go from there. It's a big country. We got a lot of people to satisfy. But I'm telling you, uh, it was 1993 when I first started in the Western Hockey League, and TSN was doing the games then. I could tell you a million stories, man. I'll tell you one. 1996, Lethbridge Hurricanes, Regina Pats, I'm calling the game the longest game in WHL history. Went four overtimes, went to 127 in the morning, and Paul Romanuk's calling the game, and he's mad. Everybody at TSN's mad because it was preempting SportsCenter. The rest of the country doesn't care about Kirby Law and Ryan Hoople and Josh Holden. They're like, get these guys off the air. No, we're committed to do the game. And then the next night, the coach of Lethbridge assaulted the referee, and Bob's your uncle, and that's... Oh, I forgot. We're not supposed to talk about that. Oh! Breaking news today. Thanks for getting me back on track. From Todd Pinckney. Per Mark Bergevin, the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, he says, Shea Weber will not return next season and probably won't be back for his career. Also, carry Price out six to eight weeks. So thank you. People are wanting to talk hockey... In July. And so I got my notification this morning. Turns out Mark Bergevin wasn't pulling anybody's leg. How about that? Shea Weber. Because what's what I thought. He may not. He said he's not going to play at all next year, the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. And his career might be over. And everything in his body's broken. Yeah. I'm like, he just played 30 minutes a game every night in the Stanley Cup final. What the hell? Tells me how tough he is. Oh, extremely. I got to get... I got to get Craig Button's thoughts on that. As a matter of fact, they tell me we got him. So let's please get Craig Button on the screen. An original Montreal guy. Craig, good morning, sir. How you doing? Just finish your, just finish your workout or what? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Like, I mean, this is how I wake up. I, I, I wake up looking like I've been exercising and working out. You know, just give my hair a little bit of yeah. a shake and a rattle and 
you know, away I go. But uh, sorry, I was late. My internet was kicking me out, and uh, I just had to make an adjustment. My apologies, Rod. You got to switch uh, over to TELUS. You got to switch over to TELUS in Alberta. That's what you got to do. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, so we're, we're talking about Shea Weber. I heard you talking about Shea Weber. And here's the most impressive thing, and, and it always impresses me uh, about NHL players, and specifically as it relates to the playoffs. You know, what the players are willing to do, what they're willing to sacrifice to do everything they can to help their team win that Stanley Cup, it it is beyond impressive. I mean, you know, we hear about Shea Weber and we hear now from Mark Bergevin that uh, he might never play again. like, Like, I've seen it. I've seen it up front. I've seen what players are prepared to endure to be able to go and compete for the Stanley Cup. And, you know, Rod, you're very familiar, and and I call hockey players thoroughbreds. And, you know, obviously Connor McDavid is a different thoroughbred than other players, but they're thoroughbreds. And the reason why you see a horse race, a a horse, a thoroughbred horse, that when it it breaks a a limb or something, why they have to put it down, because the thoroughbred only knows how to run hard. And that's what NHL players are. They know how to go and they're willing to, you know, we use terms like lay it on the line. And I know there's a lot of talk around about, you know, what, you know, long-term effects, short-term effects, right? This is about, uh, like, internal, like, you know, the insides of a player that, that, that says, I want to do this because it's something that's important to me. And, you know, Rod, I've said this many, many a times. You know, if you go into a dressing room and you ask the players who wants to win, all the hands go up. When you put up, when you ask the second question, and you say, who's prepared to pay the price? All the hands go up. But when you ask the third question, who knows what the price is? The greatest player, Wayne Gretzky, said it after they lost in 1983 to the Islanders. He walked past that Islanders dressing room and he said, ah, that's what it takes. So... These players are wired, and that's my explanation for Shea Weber. Yeah, for sure. And those Islanders players who are our buddies, of course, right? Uh, Trache and uh, Pot Van and all those. Well, they all had ice bags, right? They just won the Stanley Cup, but they're not (laughs) celebrating. They can't even move. Uh, Yeah, but so Carey Price, we learned is going to be injured to start the the start of next season. So how much do you know, Craig? Because Jeff Petrie, my God. I thought he was almost dead. He was blind. Look at his eyes. They're all red. And he goes out. He's the best player on the ice in Vegas. I'm like, what the hell? They were paying the price. That's why it hurts so much that they didn't even really compete in the Stanley Cup final. But how much do you know about how hurt they were? I I don't think we ever do. Like, honestly, I don't. Because the players downplay it, too. Oh, it's no big deal. Oh, we're in the playoffs. You just play. You do your thing, right? You know, yeah, you sit down and you listen to Jeff Petrie, you know, talk about the, the, the finger and being broken and he doesn't want to have uh, surgery, you know, gets it taped up. I mean, he passes out. That's how the blood vessels in his eyes burst because he passed out as they were resetting it. Alex Kalorn blocks a Shea Weber. Well, it wasn't Shea Weber, it was Barkley Goudreau, but, but Alex Kalorn has his tibula broken. They operate and put a rod in. And he's taken the pregame warm-up in game four in Montreal and doesn't play game five, but he says, I might have been able to play in game six or seven. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? 
I broke my tibia and had a rod in, I'd be down for 12 weeks. Not, not, not 12 hours or seven days. And, and again, it just speaks to, you know, what they're willing to do. And, you know, I, I, again, I'll go back. I hear, oh, yeah, they're forced to do it. You know, like, I, I don't buy that. I, I, I think players, you know, uh, understand that, uh, you know, there's going to be times when you're going to have to play hurt. What you never want to do is put a player into a position where he has to play injured. Playing hurt is different than playing injured. And I don't think, it, like I think for the, in the vast majority of cases, nobody is ever going to put a player into a position where he has to play injured. But, you know, playing hurt is part of it. Nobody's 100%. I know in 1999, Rod, I, I, like you, you, you know what's going on and you're, and you're looking at it and, and at, you're just amazed. You're, you're absolutely 100% amazed what these players are not only capable of doing, what they're willing to do well by the way thank you for bringing up 1999 and for our viewers that don't (laughs) don't know craig button was my dad's boss for a few decades with the dallas stars and won a stanley cup together so please let's sashay off to a question that you never get about that team what's a story of a guy that i'm just you could go through the whole roster couldn't you by number obviously you can you're a personnel guy but what's what's one story of you guys winning that stanley cup that you've never really told that uh, maybe made you realize how special that team was? Uh, Well, I'll take you back. Uh, I'm going to take you back to uh, first period, uh, first period intermission of game six, uh, Western Conference final versus the Colorado Avalanche. And the coaches are always working to, to, to try to instill, you know, uh, you know the, the game plan, the attitude of the team, the philosophy of the team. And they're working on that from day one of a season. We lost game five. We were the President's Trophy winners that year. Colorado was a, was a top team. We lost game five in Dallas. We were down three games to two. We, we come into Colorado, and we're down one nothing after the first period. So Ken Hitchcock, the head coach, and Rick, Rick Wilson and Doug Jarvis, the assistant coaches, you know, they're sitting there, okay, what, what do we have to do? What, what, what adjustments do we have to make? And, you know, before they go in to address the team ahead of the second period. Ken Hitchcock says he comes in to the entryway where he's going to come in, wh- wherever it was in, in Denver at that time. And he says, he stops because he hears the players saying, okay, listen, don't worry, we got this. Here's what we got to do. If we continue to do this, we're going to be able to take advantage, be ready for it. We're doing the right things. And he said there was two things that struck him there. Number one, they had it. The players had it. He said the players had ownership. And Ken had given them ownership. But now they took the ownership. And with it, they understood the strengths of their own games and the strength of the team together. We went 1-4-1 and won game 7-4-1. That, to me, is a moment in time that when, you know, as coaches, and it's no different as parents. You get that sense of pride that, hey, you know, I've instilled in the team, I've instilled in my kids things that are really important for them to be successful. And when Ken Hitchcock told that story, you know, you, 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 you see the sense of pride in him. Of, of not only what, what he did, that's his job, but that the players had it. And, you know, we went on to win the Stanley Cup. And to me, that was uh, a real significant moment uh, in yeah. knowing that, that you ha- not only had a good team, but you had, you know, Bill Belichick always says this, 
It's not about having uh, the most talented players. It's about having the players that make you the best team. And we had that in Dallas. Well, and what I love is I've been around sports a long time. And when, like, I just know Medano didn't care for Hitch in the early going, right? I know a lot of, in football, that coach, he's making me do things I don't want to do. And they end up winning a championship, (laughs) right? It's so awesome when it comes around to see. Um, Craig, before I let you go, announced yesterday the CHL is coming home to TSN. It feels good in here for me, for the CHL to be back on TSN. What does that mean to you as a guy that is so close to junior hockey? Well, I, I, I think it's fantastic. Like, you know, number, I, I think there's so many different ways to, to talk about it. Number one, I mean, we have the World Junior Tournament, right? And, and that's a huge thing. We have the under 18, you know, being in the junior rinks over the course of many, many years and number of, a lot of nights with your father and watching the junior play, like, Every time I go into a rink or across the CHL, like I, I have a memory, I, I, I have a story, and and a lot of them I have more than one memory, more than one story. So to be able to, and the communities, as you well know, Rod, are so proud of, of, of their junior hockey and 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 the players that represent their cities and towns. And so to be able to have that be part of TSN and to be able to tell those stories and to tell those memories and connect it to the community uh, from my from my experiences over thirty years. I'll tell you what, it's really special, and I I can only tell you this, I'm excited. It's not just, I mean, we're going to see fantastic young players and players that are committed to reaching their their goals, and, you know, they have these big dreams. But to be uh, a part of it and to be able to tell those stories, not just the current ones, but over the course of time and the years, uh, it's special. Yeah, I think it's great. And, hey, a last comment here. They're watching in Carlisle, Saskatchewan, where we're calling them the Saskatchewan Kraken. Four Saskatchewan kids on the Seattle team, the Fleury brothers, <laughs> Jordan Eberle, Cole Lynn, and I said if they'd taken Holtby, it would have been five. I, Clark says we do, we do have a couple minutes. So is the Kraken team making the playoffs next year, Craig? Well, well, for one, well, here's what I would say. Is Carlisle going to be uh, renamed with a K now for Kraken? Kraken <laughs> Carlisle? There you go. I <laughs> like it. Home of Brandon Morrow. Well, Home of Brandon Morrow, by the way, but continue. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, don't forget about that. And, you know, Brandon, you know, longtime captain of the Dallas Stars. You know, uh, listen, I think when you look at the division and the Pacific division, the California teams all miss the playoffs. Vancouver missed the playoffs. Calgary missed the playoffs. There's a power, I, I would call it a powerhouse in Vegas in that Pacific division. We know how good Edmonton was last year during the regular season and, and you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh nurse on that team. But, you know, when I look at what the, the Seattle crack, we can look at what they don't have. And, and there's no, that's easy to do. But they have good goaltending, they have good defense, and they're going to have an opportunity to uh, compete for the playoffs. And, you know, I think, and I get asked this all the time, Rod, well, you know, like the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, are they going to be able to replicate it? Let me tell you this. You know how many teams have been able to replicate what the Vegas Golden Knights have done since they've entered the league? Tampa Bay Lightning have, have, have done a great job. The Washington Capitals, because they beat the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year. The St. Louis Blues. There's a, there's a large number of teams in the National Hockey League that haven't come close to replicating what the Vegas Golden Knights have done. 
So let's not put that pressure on the Seattle Kraken. It was a special time for Vegas, but they're going to be competitive. They're going to have an opportunity to make the playoffs. For sure. And by the way, yeah, you can say that. Nobody's going to listen. They're all going to be comparing them to the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> and you're right. I watch you every day on SportsCenter, and I saw that was in your report last. Every team in the NHL is having a tough time keeping up to Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Craig, this, yeah. is, always, <laughs> this is always awesome. Uh, thanks for the time and fitting us in, man, and keep up the great work. I sure enjoy watching you. Yeah, and I enjoy your show, too. How many Saskatchewan guys on the uh, Vegas Golden Knights? Braden McNabb and Chandler Stevenson. There should be more. We're working on it. <laughs> I knew I, I knew there was no way you weren't coming up with that answer. Exactly. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, TSN's director of scouting, Craig Button. Don't think that's not a problem with me, Moose. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I know there'll be more Manitoba kids on that Golden Knights team. That's not the point. That's not what he asked. I know it's not. Uh, we were talking about the Saskatchewan Kraken, a third jersey. That's what the S stands for, Saskatchewan. A green third oh jersey. God, make it out of oh, weed <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Oh, yeah. I got a break. We'll be back. That was awesome. You're watching the RP Show on this Thursday, Canada's daytime sports talk show. We'll return in a moment on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're having a great day because we're having a fantastic one. And just ahead of a sports update, i got to tell you the support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code RP20 at manscaped.com. And if you think that is a spicy read... You should listen to our podcast. Hi. I blushed when I read it. Uh, How about that? And they can find them at where, Darren? Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Type in the Rod Peterson Show. That's right. Every day, the 20-minute warm-up, which many feel is the best part of the show, is on there. Right? You subscribe to the Rod Peterson Show Daily Blitz. Yeah. I think it's... Say what? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you have your, your choice. You want to listen to the full thing, it's there. You want a shorter, condensed version for your commute, that's there, too. It's just 20 minutes long every day. That's all you need. The best 20 minutes in sports. By the way, Rockstar of the Day yesterday for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, I want to say, I anointed Frank Saravelli as the <laughs> Rockstar of the Day. Can we ship him a T-shirt, guys? How yes. How about that? Frank Saravelli was the Rockstar of the Day. Not Gary Bettman's Rockstar of the Day. Uh, no. But I bet you if you did a search, his name, Frank Saravelli's name, probably was posted more on Twitter than Mark Giordano's. Crushed it. Complete, well, ruined it. I know, but... Um, Mandy in Edmonton. I, I appreciate her writing in. 
for whatever you want to talk about, because that's what we do now. We're through our interviews. We're through the warm-up. Whatever you want to talk about, lay it on us. Mandy is an Edmonton Elks fan, and she says, how about Kenny Stafford being released with Coach Elizondo saying some areas didn't make him a cultural fit? I saw that. Kenny Stafford's been on this show, hasn't he, Clark? Haven't we had him on? Yeah, that's right. He's, I think, a really good guy. But so, too, is Jamie Elizondo, the coach of the Edmonton football team. If Kenny Stafford doesn't fit into what Jamie Elizondo wants to do, it's his right to cut him. What I know here is in 2019, Kenny Stafford sat and bided his time on that practice roster as a CFL veteran for almost the entire year. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And then he played in the playoffs for Saskatchewan. It showed me a certain level of humility that not a lot of guys have in professional football. What that cultural fit is in Edmonton that Kenny Stafford doesn't fit in with, I have no idea. But you know that Jamie Elizondo is going to do a good job with that team. And Kenny Stafford will hook on with somebody. It's just crappy that the guy went through all of this year-and-a-half pandemic, went through the quarantine, went through all the training, all the sacrifice, and then that. Great game, crappy business. Well, and a guy who's had some success in the league, too, Kenny Stafford. You know, he's been a big game player at times, especially early in his career. And you never want to see these situations. He's talking about his character being questioned as he's being Well, did he say that specifically? I think it was on Twitter. Was it? Okay. I'll, I'll f- want to find the tweet. But, um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But uh, you're right. That's, that's the right to cut and get the guys you want. He is Deron Carter's cousin. My beloved Deron. And, again, those guys can do no wrong by me. So maybe, maybe Kenny Stafford did something. He was released in Montreal the same day as Duran back in the day. Jeff the Stamps fan says, sounds like he has a bad attitude. Well, that's what Edmonton's making it out to be. Maybe we need to get Kenny Stafford on and let him tell his side of the story. How about that? How about that? Hey, sports update, Darren. Are you paying attention to the Olympics? We spent very little time on that. Yeah, yeah you are. I'm you watching. Are. It's on. And I might go a little long on this break. Tell the boys in Toronto. 30 seconds over here. An empty stadium is not how Japanese athletes amid, imagine competing for the first time in Tokyo at their home games. At least the men's soccer team won this morning, a day before the opening ceremony of the pandemic-impacted games. Takafusa Kubo scored the only goal with a curling strike off the post in the 21st minute that clinched a one nothing victory over South Africa at the Tokyo Stadium. In the other Group A game, Mexico beat France 4-1. J.D. Martinez and Hunter Renfro connected back-to-back as the Boston Red Sox won a home run derby, beating the Blue Jays 7-4 in the Jays' final game at their temporary Buffalo home. The Hamilton Honey Badgers outscored the Ottawa Blackjacks 24-13 in the fourth quarter to escape with an 87-75 CEBL win Wednesday night at the first Ontario Centre in Hamilton for the first time this season, before fans in Hamilton. Tonight, it's Sask at Guelph. Uh, we'll break this sports update for the tap brew house and drive through liquor store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings, whatever you want to talk about next in viewer takeover. We'll be right back. You're watching on game plus TV and 24 hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, we're back. It's viewer takeover. 
my headphones are screwing up again. How about that? Does this work? Have you ever taught, been taught to lick it? It's kind of like blowing on it the worked! video game cartridge. Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> right? You know, blowing on the video game cartridge or licking oh, yeah. the CD or whatever. That worked. Yeah, that always worked. If you lick that and plug it, you might get a little zap. I don't know. <laughs> it just worked. Okay. How about that? <sighs> With the CD, right? <sighs> yeah. Playing like a darn. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have some things to get to here. I love that people want to know what I think about the uh, CHL returning to TSN, and I think it's absolutely amazing. TSN's coming home. Let's quit working again. I love the fact that the guy from Florida wrote me yesterday, and he's like, hey, I just started watching your show. Are we good at hockey in Florida? <laughs> Did you see that? I don't know. Back-to-back Stanley Cups. How about that? What would you say? At least they're paying attention down there. Oh, yeah. And probably... Well, in my mind, the best series of the entire playoffs... Florida-Tampa. ...was the Florida-Tampa series. Uh, I don't know. Say what? Oh! Bypass the extension. I almost dropped a... That's what she said. <laughs> uh, How about that? <laughs> anyways, um, where were we? Oh, so about Kenny Stafford... Getting yeah. released by the Edmonton Elks. He did a little research here. Man, so Mandy says, did you know, Mandy, that he's Duran's cousin? I'm, I'm feeling that you knew that. Uh, Mandy has a love-hate relationship. This is one of our viewers in Edmonton who watches streaming on Facebook. And she says, Stafford is my in-law through D.C. Or maybe that's just in my head. She's got a love-hate with Duran. I have a love-love with Duran. But anyways... Uh, and furthermore, Mike Blackbird in Toronto says Edmonton seems to be stirring many pots. So they're in the news and not all good. Uh, Derek Dennis signed a contract with the Edmonton Elks. Star left tackle. Was he lineman of the year in the CFL or what was his big thing? Yeah. He was on a first team yeah, all-star. He was lineman a great the player. And he wants out of his contract and Edmonton won't let him out of his contract. And then there's this Kenny Stafford thing. And I was on the phone this morning driving in here today with CFL people. And that's why I'm hesitant to report what I know about the CFL because what I'm hearing is all bad. And I just would rather not talk about it at all than be a negative Nelson because they want you to believe that practice is on, everything's great, buy tickets, and it's, everything's awesome. And not everything's awesome. So they cut Kenny Stafford and say he doesn't, it's not a proper cultural fit. And you said that he's been all over Twitter. Oh, he's been all over it. Yeah. You know, trying to protect his reputation and, you know, that was the first one that, that got me when I knew it happened. He, he tweeted, you know, nothing like having your character questioned. And then it's just right. been, he's been putting out game film and he's been putting out, you know, quotes from other people, um, you know, defending it and um, screenshots of text messages and all this stuff. But he really feels like, you know, he wants to control the narrative. He doesn't want the narrative to be that, that, he's, he's, a a, that he's a cancer, a locker room cancer. I don't think he is. No. And, you know, if you don't fit into a team's culture, that's fine. Look at Carey Price doesn't fit into what the Seattle Kraken want to do. And it doesn't mean it's about his culture, about his personality, or about his play. Could just be about money, right? Doesn't matter. For whatever reason, Kenny Stafford doesn't fit into what Jamie Elizondo wants to do in Edmonton. It's his right. But right. don't make him look bad. But don't make him look bad. And that's the point. And I so we're gonna extend an invitation to Kenny Stafford. Maybe get him on tomorrow. He's been on this show before. And tell his side of the story. 
from some of our viewers here. Dee, dee, dee. Oh, man, it's going crazy. Uh, Jax Burton says, hey, boys, when will the Bedard train head out to E-Town? Choo-choo. I'm still planning a roadie to Regina, but would love to see him play at the new stadium. Uh, Dub schedule's not out yet, right? WHL schedule? Not yet. You will see Connor Bedard come through Edmonton, but the schedule's not out yet. What you won't see is him come through the entire Western Conference. There will be no interlocking at all for the first time ever. They're saying because of COVID, but they wanted to not do that anymore for years. Uh, so, yeah, just wait for the Dub schedule to come out. Uh, where's the guy? He asked if I thought Division One hockey... Sh- if there would be an audience for it. Listen, hang on. It's from Paul Allen of Minnesota. We'll get to that. Coming back in hour two, okay, for the second half kickoff. And uh, Ryan Lesser will be with us from Sportsnet Flames. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.